for female empowerment. I am your host, Randy, and today is going to be a little bit different. I usually have a particular topic that I want to discuss, but today I just kind of want to talk to you guys. I want to talk to you about what's been going on in my life, and in particular, what I've been encountering a lot on TikTok this week. So a life update, I've officially started my new job. It's been one whole week. I'm really excited about the opportunity ahead of me, and I see so much incredible potential. But I do have one thought to share for the men who are listening. If you happen to work in a very male-dominated industry and a woman starts at your company, please don't make assumptions about why she is there. Unless, of course, those assumptions are that she's a badass and great at her job. So maybe check to see if you're having any kind of negative feelings about the fact that a woman might have been brought in above you. If you're having those feelings, ask yourself why you might be having those. Then address those feelings head on, but address them privately. Let her know that you're uncomfortable with the situation. Please don't make your issue her problem. Spent my entire career in these male-dominated industries, and every time I started a new company, there's at least a handful of men who question why I'm there, are immediately triggered by my presence. And generally, for most of them, it doesn't take long for them to figure out why I'm there, and then they accept it, and they're fine, but the fact that they're triggered in the first place is a real problem. And then there are always going to be those that are never fine because they feel like women don't belong there. So if you're a man that's listening and you work in one of these male-dominated industries and you work with women, I want you to think about what she might be going through every single day. I want you to think about how many times she gets questioned for why she's there. I want you to think about how many times she's probably been harassed throughout her career. I want you to think about your own behavior and how it might be impacting her. Then I want you to step up, stand up, and do better. I want you to become an ally for the women that you work with. I don't want you to do this because you have a wife or you have a daughter. I want you to do it because women are fucking human beings and they deserve dignity, respect, and fair treatment. I just want women to be able to go to work and have the most challenging thing they're dealing with being the work itself and not having to deal with men. It's truly exhausting to have to constantly think about it and constantly deal with it. And it just adds weight to what is already a challenging job. So please just take some time and think about how you can start being a part of the solution instead of being a part of the problem. Don't be the man that's making a woman's job even harder. So what else is going on in my life? Well, if you happen to follow me on TikTok, you probably have a good idea. So it all starts with a tweet. Andrew Tate, or as I like to call him, Andrew Taint, was arrested and detained on human trafficking and rape charges. You don't know who Andrew Taint is. I am jealous of you because he's a terrible, terrible human being. He has crowned himself the king of toxic masculinity, and in particular, he targets young boys and men who seem to be struggling. For $50 a month, you can join his Hustlers University where you too can learn how to be a toxic, misogynistic piece of shit. You'll also learn some tips on how to make money online. And fun fact, you can actually find these same exact tips for free already on YouTube. What he's selling is not new, it's not innovative, and it's certainly nothing special. Intermingled with this business advice is how to be a toxic piece of shit. He's also really good at teaching men how to hate women. Mostly he's an embarrassment, and I think it's really wild how many men fall for his shtick. Well, men and boys. Lots and lots of boys. So I said it all began with a tweet. Andrew Taint thought it would be a good idea to antagonize Greta Thunberg on Twitter. Greta, if you happen to not be familiar with her, is a 19-year-old climate change activist. She's been doing this for years. So Andrew Taint thought, you know what? I'm going to antagonize Greta Thunberg by telling her all of the cars that I have and how much emissions they are putting out into the world. Because once again, I'm a massive piece of shit. And just as a note, he is a man in his 30s and Greta, again, is 19. So Greta clapped back in 
epic fashion. Taint had asked for her email address so he could send all of the emissions information to her. So she said, sure, send it to smalldickenergy at getalife.com. <laughs> epic. I just want to make a note here. I've seen some women upset that Greta was body shaming Andrew Taint. And I, I kind of get it. But at the same time, I'm not going to police what a 19 year old girl says to a piece of shit 30 year old man. Frankly, her response did exactly what it needed to do. Triggered the fuck out of him. He made the most embarrassing clapback video I think I've ever seen. In his incredibly embarrassing clapback video, he has a pizza delivered from Jerry's Pizza in Romania. The jury is still out on this. I keep hearing conflicting things. Some say the pizza had nothing to do with it and others say it did. But essentially what the narrative is, is that he ordered this pizza from a Romanian pizza chain and had it delivered to his home, which alerted the authorities to the fact that he was in Romania. Romanian authorities had been investigating him for human trafficking and rape charges for quite some time. And what people are saying is that the Jerry's Pizza Box let the Romanian police know he was there, as he's often in and out of the country. Their way, the very next day he was arrested. So I'm going to go ahead and give Greta the credit on this one. Now Andrew Taint is being detained in a Romanian prison for the next 30 days. Romanian authorities are seizing his assets and have now seized several of his earth pollution cars, the very cars he was trying to taunt Greta with. <laughs> Justice. But what does all this have to do with me? Well, when I found out he was arrested, I made a video on TikTok laughing hysterically and saying, in Greta, we trust. And good God, a shitstorm followed. A lot of people refer to his followers as tater tots because Tate, obviously, and tots because so many of them are like under the age of 15. When I made my video, his followers lost their ever-loving minds. They came for me. So I renamed them the tainter tots. They didn't like that. <laughs> Suddenly, I was blasted with just a significant amount of vile, disgusting, horrendous comments. And primarily, those comments were coming from boys under the age of 15. One in particular that looked about 12 years old said to me, when are you going to hell, you stupid fucking bitch? Several others told me I deserved to be raped. Some were advocating for the legalization of rape. And once it is legalized, I will no longer be laughing, will I? Several others told me I should be murdered. And then there were hundreds and hundreds of comments from boys and men saying, you're just a stupid woman. Why would anyone listen to a woman? So every day it was just more and more vile, vile shit from the terrible, terrible boys and men of the internet. So many men were also asking me to prove why Andrew Tate is toxic. Like, what about him is so toxic? I'm like, besides the fact that everybody that follows him is a misogynist piece of shit? Like, what kind of evidence do you need? And besides the evidence that he has been arrested on human trafficking and rape charges? I mean, besides the evidence showing him on video hitting a woman with a belt? I mean, besides the hours and hours of videos where he's talking about women like we're animals or children? I mean, it's truly wild what has been going on. In addition to all of these videos where he's talking about women in such a disgusting way, there's also hours and hours of videos of him talking about men in a really disgusting way. Calling them pussies and gay boys and soy boys. He is constantly putting down other men that don't fit his ideal version of masculinity. And his version of masculinity is as toxic as it gets. I went into toxic masculinity on my last episode. Toxic masculinity harms everyone. Toxic masculinity harms everyone that comes into contact with it. I think it's easier to understand how toxic masculinity is harming women because it usually leads to men being violent against women. I feel like what's not discussed enough is how detrimental it is to men. I saw a video recently on my Instagram of this little boy. He looked like maybe three, maybe four years old, holding his new baby sister for the first time. It was the sweetest thing I have seen in a long time. 
He was looking at her with such tenderness and such warmth, and he reached out his little hand and touched her face and started to get a little bit teary-eyed. He's wiping his little tears away, and he's looking at the camera in such a sweet way, and then back to his little sister. And then it struck me that one day, the world is going to tell that little boy that his behavior is not okay, that it makes him girly or a pussy. The world is going to try and smash that tenderness and warmth out of him. The world is going to try and tell him that he has to be a man, and that men don't cry. They certainly don't nurture babies. The world is going to try and tell that little boy that he must be toxic in his masculinity in order to be seen as a real man. The moment I realized that, it broke my heart. It broke my heart that one day men like Andrew Tate will tell that little boy not to be a pussy soy boy, to man up, and that masculinity is war. That's a quote from him, by the way. Masculinity is war. As if men need more encouragement to be dangerous and violent. As these young boys are coming into my comment section telling me I deserve to be raped and murdered, I can't help but think about what their future holds. Can't help but think, how can we intervene? What can we do to stop this from happening in the first place? And also, can we do something to undo it? Then I saw a couple of things that gave me a glimmer of hope. There's a young boy making derogatory comments about women in my comment section, and a woman who identifies as a teacher in her bio started talking to him. She addressed him in an appropriate way and she asked him how would your mother feel if she knew you were talking like this which he responded that he wouldn't know because his mother had passed away now maybe that's true and maybe it isn't I know some people use those kinds of things as a kind of get out of jail free card she responded in a very empathetic way and said to him I am so sorry for your loss however don't you want to become a man your mother could be proud of? And then a little time went by and he came back and commented again. He said, you know, I went and watched a couple of Andrew Tate's videos and I can see what you're talking about now. I can see what you're saying. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's not a good example or a good role model. I saw that and well, immediately started to cry a bit, but I also thought, you know what? There's one. There's one that's starting to understand. Maybe, just maybe, when his friends talk about how great Andrew Tate is or how shit women are, he might say something. Then maybe there will be two. And that's how it's done, one person at a time. There's another young man commenting, and he was being pretty respectful, but it was very clear that he sees Tate as somebody to look up to as a good man. Didn't understand why it was bad that Andrew Tate said that women bear responsibility for being raped. Of course, it's the man's responsibility, but the woman needs to bear some as well. First of all, no, they fucking don't. I don't care if you're fucking butt-ass naked standing in a dark alley. It's not an invitation to be raped. You do not bear the responsibility of somebody violating your body without your consent. The only person that bears responsibility for that is the person committing the rape. Period. Also said he didn't understand why it was bad that men have a say in where women go. As women need to be told, don't go there or you'll be harmed. In his mind, Andrew Tate is showing that he cares about women by trying to control them. That is a common misconception. I responded to him and I thanked him for being courteous in the comments. Then I directly addressed the things he said. I explained to him that the victim of sexual assault is never the victim's fault. Also explained to him that treating women like children and like somebody that needs to be controlled and told what to do and where to go in order to keep them safe is called infantilization. Women are whole human adult beings that have the same exact right to autonomy as men do. We get to decide where we go and when. We get to decide what to do with our body. We get to decide when to say yes and when to say no. And he responded back to me and thanked me for being respectful in my response. But he had a question. He said, I saw you liked a comment from a woman who said she doesn't care about men's mental health. She's sick and tired of trying and she's done. Basically, fuck them. Ask me why I would like a comment like that. I said, I liked her comment, not because I agree with her per se, but because I understand her anger. And her anger is absolutely 
absolutely justified. Lots and lots of women are giving up on men because we've tried for way too fucking long. We've tried to get men to go to therapy. We've tried to get men to open up. We've tried to get men to have access to their full emotional range and they simply won't. Men get harmed over and over and over trying to fix a man and some are just fucking done. Her anger is justified and understandable and when a group of people continue to be harmed by a certain demographic over and over and over again, it's okay for those people to decide, you know what, I just don't want anything to do with you anymore. It's okay to decide that you're done. Now, did my words make an impact? I don't know. Simply stopped commenting after that. Did he learn something? I hope so. I hope is that he learned something, he heard what I had to say, and if nothing else, moving forward, maybe he'll question some of the bullshit he gets fed. Another interaction I want to talk about is a young man commenting that Andrew Tate is somebody they look up to because he listens to them, he cares about them, and their parents don't. Parents barely pay attention to them. They don't even know they're there. Honestly, that made me so incredibly sad. It made me think of the whole trope about how girls are so much harder to raise than boys. Is it that girls are so much harder to raise than boys, or is it that it's just so much easier to ignore boys? It's so much easier to dismiss boys' behavior as boys will be boys. Instead, you spend all of your time policing the girls. What are they wearing? What are they doing? Where are they going? Cover those shoulders. Cover those thighs. Cover that midriff, because you know how boys are, and boys will be boys. We ignore our boys and we over-police our girls. And this is how we end up in the mess we're in. So this poor young man thinks that a man who is capitalizing off of his insecurities truly cares about him. Thinks a man charging $50 to have access to him every month cares about him. Thinks a man teaching him how to be emotionally stunted and only care about money and objects. Teaching him how a man should be. Teaching young men to ignore their mental health. Teaching them to stay strong, to stay stoic, and to ignore their emotional needs. Teaching them to lean into the very thing that causes most men to commit suicide. I often get comments from men on my videos where I'm talking about women's mental health and they're like, well, what about men's mental mental health and commit suicide more than women. Ah, why is that? Why aren't you addressing the issues that cause it? Feminists aren't causing that problem. Women speaking out about the shitty behavior of men isn't causing that problem. Patriarchy, toxic masculinity, and capitalism are causing that problem. But they never want to hear it. They don't want to dismantle those things because it feels too hard. So instead, they call out the demon feminist. Feminists are ruining the world. <laughs> oh, honey... Feminists are making the world a better place. Feminists want men to be free. They want you to be free to express your emotions fully. They also want men to be free from the violence of men. Brings me to the next topic that is being hotly debated on my TikTok. Men and violence. Ding Dong thought it would be a good idea to comment on one of my videos that the most common denominator in violent men is them having a single mother. <laughs> creative and never-ending ways men find to blame women for the failures of men. Truly astounding. Ultimately, the study that he was referring to is actually filled with flaws. But the real issue at play is not single motherhood, it's fatherlessness. Fatherlessness can be, and I want to reiterate what I'm saying here, can be one of several risk factors that result in men becoming violent. It's not single mothers that are the problem. It's the fact that those kids don't have fathers. There are all sorts of factors at play here when we talk about fatherlessness, right? And I'm not talking about divorced households where they have access to both a mother and a father. They just happen to live with the mother, primarily referring to the men who abandon their children completely or who provide no financial support. That right there is the crux of the problem. Poverty, access to money and resources. That is at the core of what can potentially increase the risk of someone committing a violent crime. It's a topic that requires a significant amount of nuance 
And that is just not possible on TikTok when you have less than three minutes to convey a point. As what a lot of people are failing to realize is fatherless homes with a single mother who makes good money and has access to resources doesn't have the same risk. What is happening is that a lot of women are thrust into poverty when they get a divorce. Women are often choosing poverty over being married to the person they were married to. We need men to understand that that is not a dig on women. Women filing for divorce 70 to 80% of the time is women choosing to leave the man. It's very rare that that decision is taken lightly, especially when kids are involved. And pointing out the correlation between fatherlessness and violent men, a lot of men had a lot to say. Well, I also want to just add that you should understand the difference between correlation and causation. Okay, because it correlates does not mean that it causes the behavior. I'm sure all you brilliant people know that, but that's for the ding-dongs that might come here and listen. There were several ding-dongs that came into the comments saying something along the lines of, feminists only want to talk about violence when it impacts women. What about violence that impacts men? <laughs> what about violence that impacts men, Chad? Who, who would be committing that violence? <laughs> oh, right. Men. Like they almost get to the point and then I don't know if they miss it or they impale themselves on it. Yes, of course we know that men are more often the victim of violent crime and homicide, but look at who the perpetrators are. The vast majority, like over 90%, are other men. It doesn't matter if the victim is male or female, it's still a male committing the crime. Therefore, it's a male problem. Women would love it if you stopped killing us and killing other men. Like, yes, that would be just great. But the statistic that they seemingly never want to talk about is when you flip the narrative to include domestic violence and intimate partner violence, then suddenly women are indeed the vast majority of the victims. So yes, the vast majority of victims of just general homicide are men. The vast majority of intimate partner violence victims are women. And can you guess what those two things have in common? Ah, uh, yes, the perpetrators are male. Ultimately, it isn't the gender or the sex of the victim that's at play here. It's the gender or the sex of the perpetrator. And in over 90% of the cases, that would be a man. Which is why feminists are routinely calling it out. Because we want women to lord over men, but because we want everyone to be safe from men. For the men that bitch complain about the fact that I don't talk enough about male victims, because I'm talking about my own lived experience as a woman, you as a man are more than welcome to go ahead and go talk about those things. But you never seem to want to. Stop coming into women's spaces and demanding we make it all about you. The rest of the world is all about you already. So leave our little corners of the internet the fuck alone. With that, my beautiful friends, I have to dash. I hope you learned something important here today. I hope you'll take a look at what you can do in your own lives to help those that are marginalized and vulnerable. I hope that if you have sons, you're paying attention to them. You're giving them the love that they need and deserve. I hope you'll ask your sons if they know who Andrew Tate is. If they do, make sure and tell them that he's a toxic piece of shit. Be the parents that those boys need so that Andrew Tate doesn't become their parent by default. Don't need more violent and emotionally stunted men in this world. Don't need more women harmed at the hands of those men. All deserve to have access to a full range of emotion. All deserve to laugh with abandon and to weep when it's warranted. Make sure you're not taking that away from someone. And make sure to do whatever you can to smash the fucking patriarchy. I love you all.